Hey, Flippers and Bumpers, welcome to the Flips and Bumps podcast, a podcast about two guys trying to make some money, the flips that make them that money, and the bumps in the road they face along the way. If you want to get involved with this podcast, feel free to email us. It's probably the best way to get a hold of us. Flips and Bumps podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Flips and Bumps. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Just uh, head on over to YouTube, however you do that. And search Flips and Bumps Podcast, follow our channel, turn on our notifications, do all that good stuff. Uh, And then don't forget that we drop new episodes every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from. Please subscribe, leave us a review where you can, do all that good stuff. Uh, We'll beg you every week. You don't really have to do it, but if, if you got free time, we'd appreciate it. We do have two hosts on this show. Together, we formed the new with tags team, the Thrills. Wait, no, not the Thrill Seekers. The new... Whoa, damn it. So close, Pee-wee. I was so close this week. Anyway, we're the Thrift Seekers. That's what it is. And we potentially have a shirt coming out. Yeah. I'm going to buy one. Pee-wee's going to buy one. But anyway, we're the Thrift Seekers. Separately, my name is Sasha. I'm your bumbling, stumbling host. And I'm joined by my dear friend, as always, the video game whisperer. And the whole flippin' show, it's Pee-wee. Not your best intro, but uh, what's going on, man? How are you? I mean, every week is not my best intro, so... <laughs> I thought last it. week was good. I think this is definitely a step back. I'm excited for the shirts, though. Do we have an outlet in which to, to produce those? Uh, sure. I mean, the internet exists. We can figure out... All right, we'll figure out something. Okay, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued. Sign Our dear up. friend, the king of art, Justin Tuttle, has created a a logo based off of the old tag team, the Thrill Seekers, which is what I keep stumbling on. Uh, but we are the Thrift Seekers, of course. And the logo is pretty awesome. So uh, I, I feel like we should do something with it. How you been? What's going on? Good. I am, I'm thrilled that we're in the midst of the garage sale season. It's been keeping me probably too busy. But it has been exciting. It's been it's been great. I've had a great uh, great week since we talked last. I will definitely get into that later. And I am I really I'm I'm excited for garage sale season. But the I'm also excited to take a break uh, tomorrow for our other podcast. We have a golf outing, and it's on a Saturday, and that is a like prime garage sale question asking time. And uh, and obviously I can't do it because we'll be out uh, we'll be out golfing. And I am looking forward to the break. The this is I said the same thing. Like I look forward to days when it rains. I look forward to the end of garage sale season, and I look forward to days where I just cannot garage sale. Do you ever do you ever get that way? Yeah, all the time. I think worse than you do too, because you're constantly out there. I at right. least you know I go back and forth. I get called into work, so I, I can't oh, do sure. it like on a full time basis and stuff like that. So. Uh, yeah, I get I get that way a lot. I mean, both of us are putting in a lot more effort into it than we have in the past. That's true. And it's because of this podcast. It's something that we... I don't think we knew... I, getting... I wouldn't even say effort. I wouldn't say my effort is higher. My effort for finding video games was always this high. I was always going to this many garage sales. I'm just asking more questions this year than any other year. And for me, I, it's definitely uh, going out more, for That's sure. That's great. That's good. And like trying to improve my my ways, which awesome. Uh, you know, it's going slow. It is what it is, but uh, but I'm learning every step along the way. Absolutely. Let's let's aim for one hour today, Pee Wee. Let's try and do 
one hour show, which okay. means it's going to be three hours. But keep in mind <laughs> that we're aiming for one, and uh, and we'll see where the time takes us. So let's start things off. We have a couple emails this week. Uh, first one comes from our dear friend John in uh, Washington. He chimes in. He says, listening to this week's episode, I assume that means last week's episode, does Sasha or Peewee look for rare accessories when going to garage sales? So that oh. way later you can find the figure and pair them uh, together to increase the price. And what he's talking about is last week we talked a lot about toys and I wouldn't call it like a deep dive into toys. I wouldn't no. even call it an intro into toys. It just a bunch of different stuff of what we look for and kind of what we stay away from. Uh, so what do you think, Peewee? This, I mean, really doesn't happen specifically the way that John is saying. It's not like I come across a bunch of accessories at garage sales and, and just accessories, and I need to pick out the rare ones to match up. The, the short answer is yes. The If there were rare accessories there, I would definitely pick them up to either hold on to or just sell by themselves. Accessories, um, Ninja Turtles, for example. Um, a Ninja Turtle came with... Um, Let's say it's a villain, just to make it simple. Uh, the turtles get a little more complicated. But a villain would come with uh, the figure and th- usually three accessories, and they all were matching colors, like three different weapons, and they all were the same color. Um, if I saw a rare figure's uh, w- single accessory of the three, I would pick it up. If I saw a semi-rare figure, uh, the just the accessories, but it was all three of them, I would pick those up. I would... Sure, if it's any accessories and I recognize them and I know down the line I can make something happen to them, uh, if, I, if I can complete it with the figure and the rest of the accessories or whatever, whatever it is, I would absolutely pick them up. Uh, but more so, I would... You also don't have to just hang on to them. You don't have to wait to complete them. Most of those guys you are not going to complete. Most of those guys, you're just going to find a piece and in your flipping career, your garage selling career, you're never going to come across the rest of the pieces. Um, I've got an example here. This purple piece of cloth is the cape from Scareglow. Scareglow is one of the rarest He-Man figures. He was a glow-in-the-dark skeleton. Are you familiar with him at all? No, but I was scared because I'm actually wearing underwear that looks exactly like that. <laughs> I have pulled Sasha's underwear out from across the globe. Um, so I I got this. I, I said that this scenario doesn't exist. It's because I got this, uh, this Scarecrow uh, cape in a lot of He-Man stuff. It was He-Man with a bunch of figures, with a bunch of accessories, and it took a lot of work to match up all those figures and accessories. And eventually, at the end of it, I had leftover accessories, and I was trying to figure out what they go to. Uh, And in that, I figured out that this was Scareglow's cape, a very, very expensive piece. Uh, That's usually what happens. I've had the same thing happen with Ninja Turtle stuff, where I will will get a big lot of stuff. That's usually what happens. You get a big bin of figures, and at the bottom, it's just mixed in with a bunch of uh, accessories. You need to match them up first. And then the extra stuff that you have left over, maybe they lost a figure, maybe the maybe it broke, maybe whatever. The that figure wasn't in the lot, and for whatever reason, the the accessories are. And in that case, you it, it's up to you what you want to do with it. In Scareglow's case, let me show you this about a quick story about Scareglow. Um, this is a sold listing for just a bare Scareglow. Like I said, it's a rare figure. He is has nothing he usually comes with a cape and like a staff and that's it this bear scare glow went for 176 176 dollars and change right and that's a sold listing compare that to just the cape this is a cape in good condition uh and it goes for 140 dollars 
right? So now if you're, you're thinking if you have a scare glow with the cape, that's big money, right? Look at this sold listing. This is scare glow with the cape. Now conditions always going to matter, but this one, the cape with scare glow goes for 185. Kind of confusing, right? The if you were a smart guy here, you would pick up the Scareglow with the cape for 185, split them up, make your money back on the figure, and then have the cape for all your profit. It doesn't exactly work like this because the condition comes into play, but in general, this is what you want to do: do some research and figure out is it better to sell them together with the Scareglow with the cape or whatever the figure is with the accessories, or is it better to separate them? There's probably a bunch of guys out there that have a scare glow. They, the only piece they were able to afford at a convention or eBay or something was just the bare scare glow. And, but now they're saving up and now they want to get that cape. Now you separate it and now you, you're, you're, I don't want to say praying on, but that's what you're doing. You're praying on the guy who, who already has the bare figure. And now you can charge a premium for that accessory. This strategy works specifically on very expensive figures, figures over the $100 mark because of that specific situation. Guys save up for one piece, then they have to save up again for another piece. Um, the, I think this 185 on the scare low with the cape is an exception. I want to say it usually goes for like 215 a little bit more, but definitely not bare figure plus cape cost. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. so it's definitely worth doing your research and in general, always pick up accessories. If you can get it for cheap, just have a little accessory box and then start going through it. And when you get figures, match them up. Yeah. And it's, I also depends, I guess, on how quick you want to move that stuff. When something is worth that much, it's like, yeah, I could wait to get the other guy. Uh, is it worth it to wait a year exactly. to get that guy if you're only going to make an extra 50 bucks? I, it, now, you know, I've had this cape for, I mean, over a year and a half, maybe even longer. Um, wow. And you're exactly right. Um, I am sitting on it, and but for a reason. I know the lot that this came from. I know who I got it from. And they've told me that they have more figures, that they have more, they have, it was a lot of He-Man figures. He said, I've got more Ninja Turtle figures and later down the line, I'll sell those to you. I'm thinking the Scareglow figure is in the Ninja Turtle figures. Um, I'm hoping. And so once I get the Turtle figures, if Scareglow is not in there, then at that point, then I can sell the cape separately. For in the meantime, I will probably wait and hold out and, um, I mean, it's, you also have to factor in, I do conventions. I could probably get uh, $300 for Scareglow with the cape at a convention. Um, it, it's, there's a whole bunch of factors to take into account, but in short, yes, pick up those accessories. All right, if you've taken a shot every time we've said Scareglow, well, <laughs> good, good night. Had you heard of him before this episode? No, never in my life. Amazing, okay. Keep an eye out for him. Yeah, and for me personally, I don't... And this is the kind of the problem with our Instagram account too is like, I don't have enough knowledge with this stuff. And so I don't even look for accessories. Like if they came with something, uh, I don't, I don't even know what I would do. Like I've never even come across that problem. I'm just at the point where I'm trying to like identify toys and stuff like that. Oh, sure. For me, I'm, yeah, I'm not even near that level. Uh, we also got a email here from our dear friend Goff in Illinois. Uh, this says video games and loose figures. He says, Hey guys, as someone who's close to getting started on eBay, I just had a few questions more for Peewee. Or a few questions more for Peewee, I think. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, as far as video game discs, how do you deal with scratches? It sounds like you grab them at will, but don't really mention checking for scratches or the disc con- uh, condition. When flipping, is this something that buyers ask about? The other thing was loose figures. I watched your video on how to box figures, but I believe the ones you boxed was already in packaging. 
For the loose ones, do you put them in baggies or something? Uh, thanks again for all the info and entertainment. By the time you, by the time the world hears this, I will have been named champion of the Billy Joe Travis whatever invitational golf thingy. Ah. So make sure that you praise me, your <laughs> dear you friend go. Golf. Golf. <laughs> also, he loves the two-hour episodes. Oh, cool. Okay, thank you, Golf. Yeah. Um, okay, let's start with the first one. Um, what was the first one again? Just the video game discs. Like, oh, how do discs. you deal okay. with scratches? So prior to the pandemic, the pandemic is what kickstarted my eBay uh, really like overdrive as far as selling online. Prior to that, I didn't care about scratches. Prior to that, I just put the games in cases, put prices on them, and I would sell my conventions. That's because I can go to Texas, sell a guy a game. They usually wouldn't check the back of the disc, and if it didn't work, he had no way of contacting me. Um, not the most ethical thing to do, but in my head, the way I was justifying it is it's on him to check the disc before he buys it. This also cost me some sales. Some people would obviously check the disc, and in some cases, the discs were too scratched for them to pick up, and it was costing me money. I also, like three years ago, I bought out a guy's garage full of video games, and in there was a disc resurfacer. I had never turned the thing on. I'd never used it, never done anything with it until the pandemic, until last April. Um, I started going through all my stuff and realized that if I'm going to sell on eBay, they do have a way to contact me. They do have a way to send a return. They do have a way to complain. I need to make sure that this I'm sending out um, are in good condition. So I learned how to use that. I got new new like supplies and liquids and, and uh, buffers for the machine. It's a, it's a cheap machine. It's like I think it's called a JFJ Easy Pro. It, I think it costs like $100, and if you're trying to get into this like big time, it's worth picking up. It's a very like novice, not professional buffing machine, but it does get scratches out. It makes discs look very good and it, on a very novice level. Um, so I started using that, and it's good to go. So currently, I don't care about scratches. If a, game is, if a game is scratched, as long as it's not a super, super deep scratch, it's just a light, like the light plain scratches, I will pick it up and just buff it at home. Even if it's like a lot of scratches that aren't deep, it, it does Correct. a good job with it? Oh, absolutely. I will try to post. It's hard to take pictures of discs either yeah. scratched or not. So I was going to say I, was, I would post a picture on our Twitter of a before and after, but both pictures are going to look the same. Yeah. I actually have a, uh, I want to say it's a GameCube game, like Godzilla or something like that, that I picked up somewhere for really cheap. And it's it's very scratched on the back, so I was going to give it to you. And just uh, try and get a credit to your eBay store so I can get a Sean Michaels <laughs> there you figure. Go. The, I should say this. That's a good point. Um, I don't believe GameCube games should be buffed. Because the smaller... They make like d- different attachments for buffers. that Because they're different size. Oh, the GameCube discs are smaller. The pressure on the discs is different when they're spinning in the buffer. Um, and I've heard stories where even with the, uh, the adjustments and with the attachments, the GameCube games can, be, can get even more broken doing the can be more damaged um being buffed than any than not um so in that case i never buff gamecube games if they are in scratch i will just try to sell them in scratch scratched condition and i will mark them on ebay saying that they are scratched but i will not buff a gamecube disc i actually just had a return on one of my wii u mario kart games that i purchased recently yeah 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 uh, that i sent out recently um i mean the back of the disc is perfect it's flawless and they said it didn't work and so they wanted a return, and I just did the return anyway. You can't argue that is the problem. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't they don't like it, whatever. So it could I, absolutely be their system. There's I did nothing the return. That says, yeah, they sent it back today in a horrible way, by the way, in a in a Amazon, um, just like envelope. 
oh, that had been okay. opened, and then they, then they put it. it in half and taped it with one piece of tape. Like, oh. it was. I, I don't know how it made it to my house, but anyway, I take it, I open it up, and on the back, I see a couple fingerprints. Nothing crazy. Okay. Um, but it, it still looked like a very good disc. Like you could sell it again. But, yeah, I'm going to. I, I thought maybe like they were trying to scam me somehow, but it looks like the same same disc. disc. Okay, so. yeah, that, and that's one thing that does happen is people buy a very good condition item and then they they have at home a broken disc or a broken cartridge or something, and they just return the broken one, keep the real one. It's like an upgrade for them for no cost, and you're out the money. Yeah, and especially in my picture when I didn't even have a picture of the back of the disc, they probably look for something like that. Oh, absolutely, just to take advantage it. of it. Yeah. Yep. And then Goff's other question was um, about the uh, the packaging. Like, if you have a loose oh. figure, do you put it in a baggie or anything? Like I, and that? I use, that's a good question. I never I never address that on the podcast, but I do. Um, I store all my figures. I don't want them rubbing up against each other in the bin that I keep them in. So as soon as I'm done taking their pictures, I put each figure and if they have accessories in the same bag, and then I put them all in my action figure bin to so I know where everything is. Um, I try to stay kind of organized with the stuff that I'm selling. All right. Well, thank you guys for the emails. Keep them coming. Yeah, um, please. We absolutely appreciate it. Uh, I am going to be on the clock right now. And what that means is that it is my turn to take over this podcast because clearly I don't do it enough, right? Um, <laughs> anyway, in this part of the show, it's, you know, we can talk about anything, something maybe we touched on last week and maybe I learned something new uh, that I wanted to bring up or. Maybe there's something new in the flipping world that happened. Whatever it is, uh, it's my time on the clock, so here we go. Uh, first things first, coming off that Toys episode last week, I did bring up a the VHS score that I had. It was 10 bucks they wanted for the two bags of VHSs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you remember I said I didn't want to pay the 10 bucks, and I went and they had a table that was all $1 items. Oh, so right. I just started kind of like putting things in that caught my eye. And uh, one of those things happened to be this medieval times-looking figure, right? It's like a horse with a, uh, what do you call that, a knight, whatever. Um, And so, I mean, technically, like, they wanted a dollar, and I just threw it in. I got it with the VHS, with all that stuff. Had no clue what it was. I assumed, because we have a medieval times near us, that maybe it was just like a souvenir or something. Yeah, right. So it sits there on my table, and as the week goes by and I'm starting to list stuff, I look at the bottom of it, and it says, and I'm totally going to butcher this, uh, but I'm going to call it Schlech. I was going to say, that looks, it looks very similar to your cousin's last name. Nena then Predrag Schlech. Schlech. Yeah. So it's S-C-H-L-E-I-C-H. Schlech. And I guess that is the name of the toy company. It sounds German to me, but I, I do want to say it said like made it in China on the back or whatever. It okay. doesn't matter. Um, so I look at this thing and I try to search on eBay and I come up with something and it's like 15, 16 bucks for that thing. I go, okay, that's great. It was a throw in item that after, you know, sending that out, whatever. Uh, there's a couple of them. That one there has the best offer on it. There are other ones without the best offer, but that's generally the price that that thing is selling for. Um, and so then I looked at the rest of this Schlech stuff, and that's, uh, if you're on our YouTube page right now, look at all that Schlech stuff. So they have different kinds of toys. There's a Tyrannosaurus Rex, there's like a castle fence, 
There's all these like medieval miniature figures. I mean, look at those prices. I can't read it because it's small on my screen, wow. but it's like 29 figures for $150. Um, all these little lots, $80, $34, $95, $99 for a fence. The fence is $100. Yeah, that's crazy. And all of it is just by this company, this Schleich, whatever it's called. And they make all kinds of different toys. So I wanted to just like mention that that is a something to keep an eye on. Great thing if to you, keep an eye out for, yeah. And obviously a name that you will remember if you see it out there. Where um, was the stamp on the on the uh, like right, the horse guy you got? Uh, right underneath, if you uh, look the horse Just in the... Just on like uh, the stomach or something? <laughs> yeah, the stomach. Okay, the business the stomach. end of the horse? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, directly underneath. I didn't have to like search in a, on a leg or anything like that. It was just right there. But I was so shocked by all those prices and everything. I, I can't imagine. And you just picked up the one guy, right? Like you didn't pick up anything. There was nothing else there by then. There was nothing. I, I would have tried to bundle if there was more because I would probably like try to make a lot out of something like that. But it was just it one thing that stuck out. And thinking that you know medieval times is by us, like. Yes, yeah, makes probably sense. I would have thought the same thing. There. I wouldn't have picked it up. You did a great call. Um, our Instagram has actually been awesome lately. Like so many people commenting, people we don't even know commenting. It's so awesome. Like uh, it really feels Hell good yeah. to know that great. people are are listening. Um, I actually posted a picture of when we put the last episode up, and I just asked the question, you know, what toys do you guys like flipping? And we got a couple answers. Uh, our dear friend Flippin' Bobby commented, uh, Boppets sell rather quickly for me. That's something I never That's even, interesting. Yeah, I'd never even thought about Boppets before. Yeah. Um, I think I had heard before that people sell Boppets, but I, it's not something where I was like out in a hurry to go see. So after he commented on that, I, I looked. And I guess these things go all the way back to like 1996 or 98. Yeah, or that makes sense. Like that. Okay. And there's all kinds of different boppets, but like the regular one that you're thinking, that's probably like the black know, one with uh, ten inches, maybe yeah. like long. Um, I don't know. I see them a lot, but they're like either broken or like really beat up looking. But they they go anywhere from twenty to thirty bucks a pop. And I oh, imagine really? if okay. you're at a garage sale, there people are not going to be selling boppets for that much money. They're just going to that's try a and dollar item, yeah, dollar two, yeah. yeah. So good call on that one. Um, and then we got a message from, it's a Mr. Paul underscore reselling. And he responded with the following message. He goes, I love buying and making lots of 12-inch DC, Marvel, and Star Wars figures. You can buy them for a dollar each at garage sales, uh, lot them up in 8 to 12 figures, and sell them quickly for 35 to 45 bucks. That being said, I tried combining 12-inch figs with 13-inch uh, to make a lot of 8 for $25, thinking they would sell quick. They've been up for two weeks with no watchers. That's crazy. By the way, the 12-inch figures barely move. They are the non-articulated ones. Right. So we kind of looked at this right away, me and you, to see. And we saw they were selling, I don't know, 20 to 25 bucks. It didn't look like there was a lot of money into them. Yeah, what uh, I saw was like they were $2 to 250 a piece. And the, the only justification I can make is that I th it has to do with what figures it is. Like this this listing that I have up, it's 12-inch 12, uh, 12 figures, a lot of seven, Spider-Man and villains, um, with some Avengers, it looks like, mixed in there. But these seven figures sold for $38, which is a great flip, especially if you're getting these figures for a buck a piece. I think that that has to do with 
the villains that are in there. Like, there's a Carnage. There's a Venom. There's a Anti-Venom. There are guys that... Like, I have a six-year-old. I When I go to garage sales and ask for action figures, this is what people bring out. I've never seen a Carnage and the Venoms. I've never seen those oh, ever. Okay. Um, so I'm guessing it has to do with that. But I could be wrong. I don't know a ton about this this genre. I usually stay away from these 12-inch figures. Yeah, and even I recognize them. I'm not a big... No. Uh, like Marvel or comic or these are at Goodwill all the time. Yeah, exactly. You see them all over the place, and that that listing that you're showing is 38 bucks, um, and that actually is from this guy's store. So I mean, oh, he's not okay. wrong. Like he is selling them for that much, and uh, I mean that's a lot of seven of them. So it's not even the, you know eight to twelve figures. Um, so it's just something to keep an eye on. But yeah, like you said, it's probably depending on who exactly is in the lot. So. Uh, another thing we talked about was Guitar Hero guitars. Me and you do not have a, a lot of knowledge on these. Correct. And our dear friend Flippin' Bobby actually, uh, I don't think he reached out, but he is selling. Like, he has a page where he shows what he's selling as well. Okay. And he had three Guitar Hero guitars, and he's like, these things, they sell great. He bought them for two ninety nine each at Goodwill. One for the Wii sold for 42 bucks. One sold for 60 for the Xbox 360. It was wired. And one for PS2 sold for 50 bucks. Um, these are all with free shipping. So, like, I wonder how much he ends up shipping and how he ends up shipping. I don't think online. it's going to be more than eight bucks, but. Yeah, I mean, these things are very light, too, right? They're, they're light. The, the Like we talked about last week, the next disconnect. Um, you should be able to pack them up, I believe, in a 12 by 12 by 6. Yeah, so that's great. I mean, I. I I wonder, like, how many, uh, like, like, variations are there? Like, for the Wii, the 360, is it a... Oh, there's a, a ton. Fender-looking guitar versus a, a Gibson-looking guitar. Like, there's so many different things. Does it come with the, the dongle or whatever? The dongle's whatever a big deal. Call. I was going to yeah. ask you if the dongles were in his in his sold pictures. I uh, don't believe they were. I okay, think that it's makes just sense. the guitar, but I'm, I, I'm not sure on that. But uh, Flip and Bobby get... Let us know, like, what do you pay for shipping, and uh, do you have any problems with shipping that? Because we also, we did get a, a video um, message from, I'm calling him friend of the show, because this is now, I think, the second time that he's reached out. A video um, message. Yeah, it was um, this guy, Thrift and Flip 319. He's given us kind words a couple of times now, so we really appreciate the listen. Yeah. Um, but he sent a video. He had like a TikTok video of how he sell, uh, sends Guitar Hero guitars. Oh, love it. And so not only the ones where the neck disconnects, but the one where it's one solid piece. Don't like those. So what he does is he takes two priority boxes, cuts the ends off of it so it's not the flap or whatever. Yeah, sure. And he, he kind of like puts two of them together. So he'll put the guitar in. And then put the other box on top, so it makes sure. a like long box. I, I mean, I'll do that with like bigger stuff that I need to. I run into that all the time when I send stuff to DK Oldies. I don't have a box big enough to send everything, so I will do exactly what you're saying. Um, but the oh, you're not talking flat rate priority. This is just priority a priority box. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, yeah, because then it's and they won't get mad at you for ruining their boxes. A <laughs> uh, sure. like they do with other things, and you you still ship a priority box. It's just you know two boxes put together he actually puts like like poly bags over it so it completely covers the box anyway um i mean you get those boxes for free but um i don't know if it's just like 
like have you oh that's interesting the, so you say trying to get around the the pain for the box in store like paying for the shipping in the in uh, why would you cover it in polybag i don't know i like when you just brought up that you do that so you use I mean, two boxes to create one box i do the and i guess maybe he does this i mean i do where the seam is where the two boxes meet i wrap that in masking paper whether it's just a small piece or not, however big the, you know what I mean? You've got two boxes that come together. And wherever yeah. that the, they meet, you're going to have that, that, that overlap section and that line is going to be there. So I put a piece of masking paper all the way around that section and then I uh, packing tape all the way around, like around the middle. I, none of the masking paper is exposed to the elements. It is all covered in, in uh, packing tape. Okay. I'm wondering if he's doing the same thing just with poly bags. So maybe yeah. he's not trying to skirt around the system. That might just be how he's sealing the thing up. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe. I would uh, love more information on that. Yeah, absolutely. But thank you guys for that that information. Like That helps so much with the Guitar Hero stuff. Like uh, f- For two guys who did not know too yeah. much about it. So, uh, Let me see. What else do I have here? Since it's my time. Oh, 30 minutes, huh? Yes, doing sir. okay we're doing okay we're doing fine yeah <laughs> all right well we've uh you've got some huge scores that you you've hell I mean, of a week week after week after week you've been crushing it including one that i posted on our instagram this week which was our most successful post ever in metrics uh really? five or six comments 20 something likes which is like oh, the best stuff for us you know yeah, what i mean absolutely uh, a lot of people, a lot of fire emojis, a lot of oh my gods, a lot of you can retire now. Um, I'll let you get to that stuff or whatever. But is this more huge scores than you are used to getting? Because it seems like every yes. week you are finding insane stuff. This, this week specifically, I did the numbers on how much I spent versus how much I made. and Or value-wise, how much I, I predict to make. And I, this is a very above average week. I, it, it just keeps coming. It's. I, I was telling you earlier, I haven't told you the details on it, but I had a ratio-wise what I spent to what I, what I made value-wise, it's not bigger, but value-wise in total, it's the biggest score of the week, the one from wow. today. Yeah. Do you think there's a difference be, uh, between where we live since you live in the middle of nowhere? I, I was live... thinking about that. I'd, it probably plays a little bit of a, of a – I don't think it's a huge difference. Um, I run into all the time. I'm running into people telling me that they are. I ask about video games. I give them my list, and they say, "Oh no, um, you know somebody. You're the third person to ask." And most people just turn around, and say, "Okay, thank you," and they move on to the next sale. I have other strategies that I go about um, utilizing to hopefully pry my way into their box of video games that they do actually have into the. Uh, I, I just. It's cocky, but I think it's true. I think I'm better at the at garage selling than a lot of the flippers out there. I agree, including myself. Like I, while I'm going over here and I'm, I'm going to 20 places and I, not even getting a sniff of anything. Sure, I, I will like, give you some specific examples of that during GST later. All right, well, you're on the clock now. That's it for me. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, I'll make this quick because I do have some juicy GST later. Um, on. When was this Sunday? I was going through all my video game stuff, and I realized that I have not sent off a box and gone through all of the video game stuff that I've gotten recently to send off the the games and the systems that I normally to DK Oldies. Basically, what I'm saying is that I, I had to make a box for DK Oldies. I compare 
Uh, I had to sit down and sort out a ton of games, right? I had to sort out games for DK Oli's. I may I put one pile over there. Um, I compare that to prices that I can get at shows, at conventions. I compare that to what I can get on eBay. I compare that to what, um, if, if it's under a $6 value, if, if whatever I have is under $6, I throw it in another bin for disc replay. And then I also compare GameStop prices. So I've got, doing this, it's a very complicated thing because I literally have five or six piles going at the same time. And I'm just checking one game at a time. I, check, I pull out one game. I go to DK Oldies. What do they give me? Um, I go to eBay. What are they going to give me? What do I think I can get for it at a convention? Um, I, it's usually I can skip by the disc replay. And what will GameStop give me? I go to GameStop's website and I type in on their trade uh, their trade thing. It tells me exactly what they will give me. And wh- whoever gives me the most is the place that the pile that this thing goes into. <laughs> Um, so I was making my piles. I sent off a huge order to DK Oldies of a pl- of more than fifteen hundred dollars worth of value, um, and they actually they just sent me an email today saying everything got confirmed, everything's good to go. They're sending me back a check in the full value that I'm requesting. Um, so I'm thrilled about that. But my GameStop pile, I didn't even calculate how much was in my GameStop pile value wise. I just brought it to GameStop, and right now they have a deal where. If you throw everything into a bag that you buy for a dollar, um, that bag you just keep and you just keep bringing it back. And every time you bring it in, they give you an extra 10% in credit, uh, trading credit. Um, in addition to this, th- also they have, this is another GameStop tip. Um, if they have games that are able to be pre-ordered, right now I think Mario Golf on the Switch is able to be pre It's got to be a game you can pre-order that is not out yet and that they're offering... Um, if you pre-order it, you get an extra 30%. And by pre-order, I do not mean you put $60 towards. If you put as the minimum as $5 towards your towards this game, they will then increase your trade credit by 30%, which is huge, right? So all you need to do is, I just ask the guys, I'm like, hey, if I, if I add on the $5, if I put $5 towards Mario Golf, how much will my, my credit go up towards? If it's more than $5, put the $5 towards it. It doesn't matter because you're coming out ahead. Does, this, does the math make sense? Yeah, um, you're, yeah. And you're not losing the money either. You can also, so now if I come back the next week and I want to set, put more stuff, uh, trade in more stuff, I can do $5 again towards the game and it'll just combine. I can also transfer those funds. If I already have $10 towards Mario Golf and now let's say Mario Golf's about to come up, it's about to, to release. I don't want to buy it. So I just say, okay, what's coming out now? And I can transfer my $10 over to the next game until finally you get to $60 and it's a free game that you're getting and it's brand new and it's, it's $60. Um, so all that being said, I had about $215 in credit at GameStop. Um, the bad part about this is that when I was there doing the trade-in, I brought Connor, my six-year-old. And it was this was a Saturday at about 5.30 in the evening. And as I'm doing my trade, I'm looking around the store and I see a sign that says all games are $5 or if you if you buy five games that are all under 19.99, the to- your total I'm wording this terribly. 5 for $50 on all games under 19.99. Does that make sense? 5 for 50 as long as the as long as the game is than, $20, yeah. right. So basically, as long <clears> as you're finding five $20 games, they're all half off. Okay, great. But this is okay. I need to spend two hundred and fifteen dollars now. Um, the, the so the bad part, like I said, I had Connor. 
I start, I leave and I'm like, okay, I'm going to come back tomorrow or Monday. I will come back and I will start. It's going to take me a while to find a multi, I have $215. It's going to take me a long time to find 20 games to spend $200, four sets of these five games at $20 a piece. I'm going to need some time to do this. I don't want Connor to sit there and, and go through it. Um, but first, and we're already on our way home. Let me call back GameStop. Let me see how long the sale's going on for. So I call them. I ask them about the sale, and they say, "Yeah, it's it's uh, Friday and Saturday only." So again, it's five thirty in the evening. This is Saturday. The sale ends at eight o'clock. The my my GameStop's open till eight. So I have to drop Connor off, and I just sprint back to GameStop, and I start <laughs> going to work. Hopefully, somebody was home. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't matter. I just dropped him off on the driveway and took off. <laughs> uh, so I went back to GameStop, and I spent. I was there until eight o'clock, just making piles of. It took a while. Because I'm trying, not only am I trying to find games that are selling for $20, they had to be pre-owned as well, they couldn't be new, um, selling for $20, and then their value, their actual value, the stuff, the money I can get for them needed to be at least, I settled for like anywhere between 18 and up. Um, but I found some games that were $30, $35. Um, GameStop definitely slips on some stuff. And all these games I was getting for $10 a piece, but it was because of the hustle. Because I made sure to find the deal, find out the details on the deal, and get back there and do the work as quickly as I needed to. Um, So I got it done, and I got a huge stack of Switch and PS4 games. It was great. Um, One thing I talked about last week was me running out of room in my basement. Right, uh, it's still not a a, a a problem that I've solved, but today I did pick up two of those like buildable like PVC shelves. Um, I totally reorganized my basement by putting that stuff down there, and it made me it gave me some space for now. It's uh, I mean the rate I'm going, it's going to fill up. I mean by the next week, uh, but for now it at least gives me enough room to start working on my video game stuff that I need to get ready for next month. Uh, I said I was going to start that at the beginning of June, and I have not priced a single video game since, I mean, at all, since we've started. Um, So I'm just saying, think of, if you're getting overwhelmed with stuff, my tip here is just think of a quick solution. Do something to make your week easier. Don't spend a ton of money. Find a quick solution, a cheap solution, and then keep moving on. Um, The other thing I want to talk about before GST is... uh, your wallet or your pocket or the amount of money, the cash that you're bringing to these garage sales. Um, do you have a system for your cash? Uh, no. I mean, okay. You just I stuff your cash, pockets and I stuff everything in my wallet. Ninety-eight uh, percent of my net worth is in my wallet at all times. <laughs> so that's that's good because then you're always ready at garage sales. Um, I because I'm spending so much money at garage sales. One, I bring an extra envelope to every garage sale. I keep it in my car that has an undisclosed amount of money that's probably absurd to most people. And I just keep it there as backup because I think I've told the story where I lost out on a deal because I had to go to the bank. And in the time I went to the bank and got back, the guy changed his mind on a huge video game deal. So I don't want that to happen. So I keep a ton of money in my car every time I go to garage sale. But at the same time, I'm constantly running out of singles and fives and tens and twenties. The only thing that's kept me going is DK Oldies. I'm getting like a check every week and a half from them. And all I'm doing with that check is taking it straight to the bank, cashing it, and getting garage sale money with it. <laughs> so I, wanted, I just wanted to know if you go to the bank to keep your wallet stocked full of money. Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm constantly okay. prepared. Like if I know I'm going to go out for the weekend and which days or whatever, I go to the bank and I ask for more fives and ones than I do anything else. Okay, smart. Uh, yeah, because... 
if you use Fifth Third Bank, they actually have an ATM that gives you money in any all way you want it. Yeah, any way that you want. You could get all singles if you want, whatever it is. That's awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you have to be prepared. And, and even if I have a bunch of singles and I can pay for something when I go somewhere, I'll, I will still try and pay with a 20. Yes. Uh, just to get more get more singles. Do not. I had to pass. There's been twice where I've had to pass on a deal because all I had, I was unprepared. All I had was 20s and I wanted to buy two video games for a dollar a piece at a garage sale and they didn't have change and I was not giving them a dollar and saying, or $20 and saying, keep it. Um, I had to walk away and they weren't giving to me for free. Like I had no choice. Um, Definitely do not rely on the people who are doing garage sales to be prepared and have change for you. Always have exact change ready. Um, if they're able to, always also pay with the biggest bills you have. Break those big bills and get the get change ready for the next uh, sale if they have it. Um, but at the same time, I mean, most of the time you're going to need exact change. I'm just saying be ready. That's, that's the, the tip here is be ready. That's all I got. Uh-oh. I you think know what that time. means? It's time. It's GST time. Let's go. Wait, is that two T's? I don't. I get lost. <laughs> GST is garage sale time or garage sale talk or garage sale termites or garage sale Tourette's. Whatever you want to call it, GST is now. And this is our segment where uh, there's a couple things about this segment. One, we pretty much started this podcast because we wanted to talk about what we were flipping. <laughs> Uh, right. So this it kind of you know feeds our ego, and we get to talk about you know what we found. Uh, and then the other thing, what you should really take out of this is things that you should be on the lookout for or information. How we um, got them? What did we do to yeah. acquire the items that we're about to brag about? Because we're about to give you so much information about things that you can find out in the wild, and and just you know keep your eyes open, keep your ears open. And, uh, and that's that's what this is all about. It's GST time. I'll start things off with GST. Uh, I started Wednesday this week. Nice. You brought up Wednesday garage sales last week. Uh-huh. Blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so Tuesday I checked the apps just to see if there were any around me. And there were like three or four uh, in my my neighborhood, which I morning or still, afternoon one. Like I'm seeing Wednesday afternoon morning. sales. Morning, no, morning. Amazing. Blew my mind. That's crazy. Like, Let's just uh, go all week. So the first one was not even uh, listed on the app. Wow. My wife went to Dunkin' Donuts to get coffee in the morning, and she goes, oh, there's a garage sale a block from our house. So I was like, see ya. All right. <laughs> went over there. They weren't even open yet. And she's like, oh, no, you can check whatever. Go ahead. So I'm walking around. I'm asking questions. I've actually been to this place before, I could tell. Okay. Uh, but... I'm walking through and I see VHS tape. So, you know, I go and I stop and and I get a bunch of stuff. She has like, um, transformers, DVDs, like the transformers TV the show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dollar for each season. Oh, um, nice. Ninja turtles, DVDs, power Rangers, VHS. This is all stuff that, you know, individually, I'm not even checking. Um, sure. For a dollar, take a shot. Yeah. Take a shot. And also I have a multimedia box at home. Where, like, I will just, if I get a bunch of Power Rangers stuff, I'll keep putting it in there. And then I'll sell it as a lot. It'll go way more for a lot um, down the line. And so it's just, like, stuff that I generally keep my eyes open for. I also found this Rugrats box set that she wanted $3 for. And I was like, I'm taking this because I'm either going to watch it. It's (laughs) nine seasons of Rugrats. I believe it's everything. 
it's like 180 episodes plus she has the dvd of the trilogy of movies with it uh so i take this thing and as i'm leaving you know i asked her about video games i asked her about um action figures i asked her about any toys in general i asked her uh wrestling stuff i'm i'm vcrs like i i got my own shtick i'm hit it all yeah that a boy and uh of course Nothing. She's got nothing for me. Sure. And as I'm leaving, I the corner of my eye, I catch a Monopoly Super Mario Brothers, and I go, Ooh. "Oh, okay, Super Mario. Let me see how much she wants for these." And she goes, uh, three bucks for each game." And I'm kind of like, "Ah, I haven't <laughs> checked it. It's a board game, you know. I'm with you. Like, I don't like board games in general, but I just purchased one the week before." So if I'm going to go in, I may as well get a couple, right? You sure. <laughs> Absolutely. If you're going to buy one, may as well buy three. And underneath it, there was a Back to the Future Monopoly. I've never even heard of that. Uh, me neither. And so I'm like, That's okay, what you want. I, right. I know that, you know, Rare Monopolies, I've heard of Rare Monopolies before, but I, I go, listen, I only have a five. Will you do five bucks for the two of them? Uh, otherwise you got to give me change and she goes no just give me five <laughs> and so she takes uh, so I take that stuff I take my DVDs I take everything and then I go and I look them up that, the Rugrats box set is going for like 70 bucks whoa, um, whoa. I believe that's brand new but there is like a used one for around 40 okay. I think I was doing um, 40 plus the, the movies together I think oh, okay. I listed it right around 50 bucks but still I paid four dollars total for both of them then i look at the mario brothers thing um the monopoly and it's like 35 bucks plus shipping i go okay then you look at the back to the future one rare hundred bucks up to 200 bucks and there's only like eight of them on ebay i put mine at 99 bucks uh there's like a tear in the bottom left corner of the the case on mine but otherwise everything's in there in both of them, I looked at the Mario one and the Back to the Future. Are completely perfect inside instructions, everything. You name it, stuff is still in the bags. Like they probably played this once and then put it away. Um, but I have the cheapest price for that Back to the Future one at ninety nine dollars. Like, is this now? You sent me this picture. It was already pre made. Are these listings yours? Are all did all three of these things sell already? No, no, no. That's just counts. oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and recent comps, I believe, on there too. So that's uh, just a, a thing that I made a graphic that I put on Instagram showing, you know, Value, what yeah. a day what a day of mine is. I spend eight dollars and I might make a hundred and fifty, let's say, on that thing. Sure. Uh, whereas you spend, let's say, two hundred dollars and you're gonna make a car for your child. <laughs> so uh, we both. I mean, it's nice for both of us. I love both ways, but. Uh, but yeah, so that was my Wednesday. Thursday, I went out, and I think we talked on Thursday morning, but I went 0 for 4, and then I got called into work, and right. that was oh, it for me. Your work kills me. Today, I was not supposed to do anything. Like My plan was not to go out this week. It's my birthday tomorrow. Right. I just wanted to have a relaxing weekend and just you know not worry about this stuff. I have a garage full of stuff that I just need to get through. Uh, but then I found out there's a subdivision sale right next to my house, and I went to it last year. I loved it. Um, there was about 50 houses. I went over there this morning, and I got a lot of like hard money. Sure. Hard money sounds good, but hard money is is rough. It's <laughs> like work. Uh, yeah, we're gonna make some money, but but there's gonna be some work. It's not gonna be a ton it. of money, and it's. I mean, I yeah. guess hard money could be 
good money. It's just it's it's no it's either def- way. It's going to be. I've got some hard money coming up, but the the you're right. It, it's you got to work. It's worth for it. it. It's just um, it sucks when you know you find something for three bucks that makes you a hundred instead of finding something that's ten bucks that'll make you twenty five. Right, or, and or you have to do like two, three minutes of work on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I found some interesting stuff. First twenty houses I went to. And yeah, I definitely went to 20. I probably went to like, I'd say pushing 40 houses. That's great. That's great. Uh, Let's say we'll be on the safe side and say 30, but no toys, no video games, nothing anywhere. I'm talking to everybody. That is interesting. I I have a hard time believing that. Me too. And I'm trying to figure out how to crack that because... Can you, you t- quickly give us a sample of what you're saying to people at garage sales? Well, I mean, like, it goes, there's a lot that goes into it. You know, you start off with uh, a small talk about other stuff that's going on. Uh, I will say something like, hey, I will give you guys a dollar if I can sit in the shade of your garage for a minute because it is hot out here. Uh, like, anything stupid that gets people laughing. Okay. And they generally. Like, I don't, you know, it's stupid, but people give you better deals when they're happy. I truly believe this. And so, like, I go and I talk to different people, and I will try different stuff at every house. I will start off by saying, uh, make it seem like I'm looking more for toys. And then after they shoot me down for toys, I'll go into, oh, do you have any, by any chance, any, like, Nintendo stuff or PlayStation or Sega? And I'm just listing off names that I can remember off the top of my head. No, oh, do you happen to have any maybe VHS players you're trying to get rid of or DVD players, anything like that? Uh, no. Uh, and, and people are like sitting and thinking, oh, no, I, and you get every excuse. Like, like you've said, oh, three people have already come here. It's 9.05, three people have already been here. Um, I guess I'll, I'll my be- suggestion would be, as far as the video games go, I used to say exactly what you're saying. The uh, Nintendo, Sega, PlayStation. I have since steered away from that. And those big, very generic... I'll say generic. It is kind of a specific way to refer to them. But it is more generic than saying... I try to go for what's most commonly out there. And right now it's Wii and DS and 3DS. And I'll even throw in like GBA... Um, so I'll say in the beginning, uh, you've heard my spiel a thousand times, Nintendo, Game Boy, GameCube 64, I'll, I, I'm even looking for uh, Wii, DS, and it's usually those last two, that's the most common things that I'm getting, are Wiis, hmm. DSs, and 360s, um, and not to say that the other stuff isn't out there, The but I could definitely believe that with 40 houses, you're not getting the video game stuff that you're looking for, the older stuff, if they're only thinking old, 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 and they're not thinking that you want like Wii and some people think Wii and DS are kid stuff, you know what I mean? Compared to like older video games are like yeah, our stuff. Yeah. Um, what I get a lot of just is, something to consider is oh, we sold those like six years ago. Okay. Oh, you, that that is probably my number one thing. Like ah, I'm not only late today, I am late in sure. the year that it is. My I'm, response I'm to that. Yeah. My response to we sold it last year, we sold it in a garage sale, we sold it you know six years ago. Oh, that's uh, that's okay. I get that all the time. Um, do you have anything left over? Was there anything else in the house? And I'll give them a list again. I'll give them a different list. Oh, do you have anything in the house? Turbo Graphics, DS, um, Genesis, Sega CD, and I'll, anything I can think of at that point. Just another yeah. reason, another excuse to get out another list to hopefully trigger their memory that they do have some sort of box somewhere. And yes, it doesn't work. 
80% of the time. That's probably higher than that. Uh, but it does, eventually it does pay off. So eventually what paid off for me was I found a house <laughs> that had 15 uh, PlayStation 2 games. Okay. Just sitting. Sitting out there. Good. Sitting under a table. Uh, I asked what they wanted for them and they were like, I don't know. It's my son's. And I was like, all right, well, give me give me a number. Like, <laughs> right. I don't know, a dollar a game, maybe $2 a game. And she goes, some other guy said he's coming back for these. Uh, and I said, well, well, I'll give you 15 bucks right now. It's a dollar a game. And she's like, yeah, yeah, take it. Okay. And so I took it and I looked at the games. And I think there was only one game that was like around 30 bucks. And the rest of them are probably 10 to 15. That's or may, I'll say 5 to 15. Sure. Uh, some of them, a lot of them had like the the word samurai in there or something. So, I, you know, I got like, oh, that's, that's gotta be a good game. Sure. <laughs> it's don't get in the habit of just assuming stuff based on the yeah. titles. It's especially at a dollar a game. It's probably worth it just to cherry pick and figure out the ones like just sit there and look them up, go to price charting.com and then look, have you made a shortcut on your phone for price charting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would just sit there and do that. It, it's, it's not the most unawkward thing to do. It does kind of suck to sit there and look up stuff, and while especially if you're the only one at the sale. But it's in. I would argue it's better to spend three dollars on you know three games that are thirty dollars, fifteen dollars, and ten dollars versus paying fifteen dollars and getting a bunch of five dollar games that you don't know what to do with. In addition to yeah. those more expensive ones, I'm with you. I I guess my only thing is like time is of the essence because I might get called at any moment. So <laughs> I gotcha. Okay. I, I'm also like. You know, I'm looking if there's sports games, I'm not going to take them. I'm going to take them out and I will cherry pick what I think might be worth something. Okay. Um, but yeah, I try to like stay away from that just because of the time. Like I seriously, sense. by 10 o'clock, 10, 15, I'm getting called and it's like, this is the prime time for me to go. And people are just waking up, you know, like, yeah, it's true. Uh, so a couple other stuff I found, I found three VCRs, uh, Gotta love that. One of them is still in the box. Wow. I found a Krups juicer. Krups, if you'll remember, is the name of the company that I usually find espresso machines. Yeah. Um, I picked this up because it was three bucks and it was an electric juicer. And by juicer, I mean like, you know, those old fashioned juicers where you cut an orange in half and you just like mash it Grind together? It, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. It's just electric. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to give it a try because it's Krups. I looked it up. It's 70 to 80 bucks. Ooh. So that's probably like my biggest find of the day, three into okay. 80 or whatever. Um, and then like I took shots on stuff. And what I mean by take shots is like I'll do quick searches on my phone, but I won't go detailed. So it's like I won't look back and see a history of things. I'll look back and I'll see one or two prices and, and I'll be like, okay, well, that's this price is cheap. Worst case scenario, maybe I'll break even or just smash this in my driveway when I get home or something. I, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. Um, so I did take some shots uh, on a couple first-generation iPods. They did work. Uh, they didn't want a lot of money for them. And I know Apple stuff is, you know, if yeah. it's old enough. Uh, it After looking when I came home, there's some money in it. Too. Not a ton of money, but I'll make a little bit of money on it. Once again, hard money. Uh, I found this Dell projector. Okay. Didn't know anything about it. They didn't know anything about it. They said it worked, but their son moved away. They go, give us 10 bucks. It looks really nice. It has HDMI in the back, so it's relatively new. 
Um, I just took a shot on it. I haven't even looked it up yet, but that, that is a take a shot for real. Okay. And then I took a shot on a Sony CD Walkman. I said a couple weeks ago that this is I don't take shots on these things anymore. Like Walkmans, cassette players, CD players, um, anything, mini disc players, those voice things with the mini cassettes in them because yeah. I have so many issues with them. Two weeks ago, I found one. Uh, I looked it up. It could be 80 bucks if it worked. I paid $1.99. It didn't work. <laughs> of course. And I don't know why I continue to do this. Like, So there was and, no reason for you picking up the one today. You just... Yeah, yeah. And I just did it again. It's just an old and I don't know okay. if it works. And I looked it up and it's like 25 bucks. I think I paid 4 bucks for it. Uh, it was just to like even out a number uh, <laughs> okay. at a garage sale. So it was like, eh, whatever. Uh, but my favorite thing that I found today... Do you remember the game MXC? The um, show. The show MXC. Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, like a game show with Kenny Blankenship and Vic <laughs> Romano. Two guys that they dub over jokes. Guy um, LaDouche. Yeah, they have Field Marshal Captain Tennille and sideline reporter Guy <laughs> LaDouche. That's right. Uh, I've, I've been searching for these DVDs for a long time, so I know they're a little bit expensive. I found season one and two for a dollar a piece. I took them. Look at those prices. That's, 30 to 40 no, 40 to 50 bucks yeah this is your favorite one. score of the day of course of course but you know what the problem is i'm keeping these that's not a problem that's it saved you money i mean you said you were on the lookout for these it's in, a, in two months you were just gonna buy these outright for these prices on ebay so this saved you the hassle of doing that down the line i don't know i just congratulations i think that's a great score i would probably you. want to uh, borrow these from you i'm going to sell them that's the problem I'm going to. You can't. At $70 for one of them. I agree. At $50 for the other one. I believe. Doesn't Pluto TV have an MXC channel? I don't know if it's exactly a channel or if there's a a certain channel that shows it at certain times of the day. Okay. Like, it might not be nonstop. Definitely on there. Okay. We'll we'll look into it. Definitely check out Pluto TV app, by the way, if you haven't. It's it's the best app on earth. Uh, That's it for me, Pew. What do you got in uh, GST? Okay. What do I have? Two minutes here? A minute and a half. Uh, fantastic. I'm going to start all the way back on last Saturday. Uh, this is, again, the problem with recording this show on Friday is that I get halfway through our garage selling weekend and I get cut short and we just have to end our stories there. So this is me recounting a story that happened, I mean, almost a week ago at this point. But I was doing my garage selling, not finding a ton of stuff as far as I remember. And then I came to one of the last sales of the day. And I just I went up and did my normal spiel, any video game stuff, blah, blah. They had video games out. They had some Xbox games, and they didn't look pick-through. Actually, I picked one of them up that was worth, like, maybe 15 bucks, and they only wanted a dollar for it. So I knew that there hadn't I, – I assumed there hadn't been anybody there that was looking for video games. And uh, I gave her the dollar, paid for it. And before I could even ask her about – I asked her about other video games – but before I could ask her about action figures, and I did intend to ask her about action figures, she cut me off and said, do you do any old toys? I said, yeah, absolutely. What do you have? She says, uh, if you have a second, wait here, and I'll go in the house, and I'll, go, uh, I'll, I'll bring it out. So she goes in the house. I start making small talk with the – she was doing the, the sale with other neighbors. And uh, eventually she comes back out with this giant bin. And inside the bin are these uh, – do you remember the movie Small Soldiers? I don't. Okay. I don't. The, I don't think I've ever seen it either. Um, let me see. The So she brought out a bunch of these. Small Soldiers was a show. I've seen this purple guy a lot. I've seen the, the loose figure um, just in my 
in my travels going to grad sales and such. Um, but these are all, these are six carded f- uh, figures from, I think, 1996. And there's three vehicles. Two are small, like a, and when I say small, I mean like a 12 inch by six inch by eight inch box. And then the one behind it looks almost like the size of a playset, but it is just a big vehicle, a tank. Um, and she brought these out in the bin. They were in, the bin was dirty, but the stuff inside was clean, which I loved. Yeah, this is insane. I, I've never seen anything at any garage sale sure. that looks this clean. <laughs> I totally agree with you. This is one of those, I, it's not a typical find. This was just a, and she asked me if I collect old, if I'm looking for old toy stuff. Like, I didn't even ask for the stuff. She just posed it to me. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> she, now the problem was, she was semi-familiar with eBay and she was looking, stu- she said she had looked stuff up. Specifically, she had looked up the big one in the back, the tank. She said, I know that that big one goes for about $100. Now, the good thing is she didn't know the value on the rest of them. In her mind, the big one being $100, that means everything else is worth less. Um, So we didn't even discuss. She didn't look up. She didn't do anything with the rest of them. We kind of just, I said, okay, um, you know, you you thought that this one was worth $100. What are you thinking for everything? She kind of goes back and forth, blah, blah, blah. And I go, and at that point, I'm like, I'm trying to move because I do have other sales that I want to hit. And I don't want to spend all day on this stuff that I'm not even sure of. Well, I'm trying to like <laughs> s- kind of like slyly look this stuff up without her seeing that I'm on, uh, that I'm on eBay. And I can tell that the, the smaller vehicles go for about $60 a piece. She's dead on with the tank. The tank does go for 100 And that each one of the figures ranges from $60 to $100. They, they are insane. All, it's insane yeah um it, it's just because they're carded in good condition and from the mid 90s from a movie that is semi-beloved by people there are collectors for this um i and i told her i was like okay um you've got about nine figures you've got nine things here six figures and three vehicles um so uh, for these nine things i, I my gut this is how i worded it to her my gut feeling is that i would like i, I want to offer uh, i'll start at a hundred dollars how about that and that's when she goes, of course, um, well, I mean, the, the, the tank one is just worth $100. And I, I flat out told her, I'm like, yes, I, I definitely understand that. But please understand that I cannot pay full price. on. This actually came into play later. I'm very glad that I worded it this way. Um, I can't pay full eBay price. If I was going to do that, I would just go to eBay. You know what I mean? I, I would just buy it off eBay. I, I'm if you want to hang. I always say this too. If you want to hang on to it, feel I don't. I'm not married to this stuff. You can definitely hang on to it. I don't need it. Uh, but right now, my offer is a hundred dollars. And she goes, Oh no, no, I couldn't do it for a hundred. Now I'm thinking she thinks that one's worth a hundred. She's right. I'm thinking she wants like three hundred, four hundred for everything. Like, and I definitely can't do that. Um, so we, I, I still keep talking to her about it. And I eventually ask her, oh, you know, how much I offered a hundred. How much were you thinking? Um, she goes, well, I, uh, you know, I was thinking like maybe one, what did she say? Um, 160. I was like, oh, well, okay. We're not that far off. <laughs> we're very close. Yeah, and again, seriously, there's eight other items. Right. Ex- <laughs> exactly. Right. This is, I, I don't understand how I don't understand it. Um, and I said, okay. Um, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, we can make this happen. This, if I have to pay $160 for this stuff, I definitely can. But I'd like to get it as cheap as I can. Um, so I start, I start going through it. I also realize that in this bin is a bag of Hot Wheels, like carded Hot Wheels from 1991 and 1997. I don't know anything about Hot Wheels. I just uh, The only thing I do know is that usually they're not worth anything. 
Um, so I asked her, I'm like, okay, for your 160, are you including the Hot Wheels? And she goes, um, no, I didn't even know that those were in there. It's like, okay, so in, so yes, you were. If I would have just said yes to the 160 and walked away with the bin, you were including those. Um, I then said, okay, I don't need the Hot Wheels. You can keep the Hot Wheels. How about if I take the Hot Wheels out? Will you do, um, will you do 120? And she's like, I said, the Hot Wheels aren't a part of it anyway. <laughs> she countered and said, okay, you keep the Hot Wheels and we'll do 140. I said, okay, done. Um, wow. So, so I took that. Now, I wasn't feeling po- like unbelievable at this point because I didn't have like, I didn't look everyone up specifically. You know what I mean? I, I just did a quick search on a couple of them. And by quick search, I mean just scanning the barcode, which is very, very quick and unreliable if you're not searching by lowest, which I wasn't. I was just trying to do it as fast as I could and get my phone out of there. Um, so I was uncertain about this. I do. I, I have listed all nine of these on eBay. A couple of them have already sold. The total value when I do sell them all, assuming I don't go any lower, will be $680 on this. So $140 into $680, which is fantastic. Um, I then leave. Also, the Hot Wheels, looked them all up. There's one that's worth $15, one that's worth $9. The $9 one sold. The $15 one is still listed. And everything else is just like a $2 car. The Hot Wheels are freaking worthless. Um, yeah, I sold a lot of 14 or 15 of them. For 4 bucks, yeah. I think for like 40, 50 bucks. Oh, that's good. Okay. Um, but it was all like last second, last day. Like I just put them, I think at an auction, I want to say. Okay, interesting. Oh, so the bids yeah. came in at the last second. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, um, and uh, I got them for free. So I was like, ah, whatever. I may as well. Just, yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, so I left the sale. And like I said, I was heading home at this point. I was like, okay, I, I need to get home and list these. Like I don't want to sit on these. I want to move these. I was heading towards my house and I stopped at Target. And I needed to pick up a couple groceries from my wife. I stopped by the toy section. And while I'm in the toy section, I get a text from the lady. Because I left my phone number, not with her, but with one of the friends who was sitting there. And they were chit-chatting while we were waiting for her to come out. They had video games at their house. And she's like, oh, can I, can I get your number and I'll contact you later? I'm not expecting her to contact me. And, I mean, truth be told, she has not contacted me. But apparently, while I was gone... The lady who sold me these small soldiers figures asked the lady for my number and she texted me. She said, hey, my son just found his DS games. Did you want to come take a look? And she sent me a picture and the picture was just like wall-to-wall Pokemon games. It was, I don't have a, maybe I do have a good picture. Do I have a good picture? Okay, so I don't have the exact picture. Um, this is the, the stuff that I eventually got. I'm going to start moving on because I'm taking up too much time here. But if you just look at the video games over on this side, the, the DS games on the right. You've got Pokemon White 2, Pokemon Black 2, Soul Silver, Pokemon White, and Pokemon Platinum with a red DS, uh, with a GBA, uh, just the regular purple one. And then the Game Boy games aren't anything, and the DS game isn't, it's like a $15 game. Um, so I, went, I hustled back there when I saw these Pokemon games. The, if you're unaware, White 2, Black 2, and Soul Silver are all $100 plus cartridges. Uh, white uh, one, the non just the one. cartridge, just the just this sitting right here, just the cartridge, no no nothing else is a uh, about a hundred dollar cartridge. Soul Silver is even above that. Soul Silver is like one twenty, one thirty. Um, white is about sixty. Platinum, I think, is seventy. I could be wrong on platinum. Platinum might be a forty dollar one. Either way, I know this is big money. Um, and the red DS is not a common DS in this model in this color. Um, so I went back there. And it was very weird. It was, she was talking to friends as I pulled up. I also, oh, here's a tip. I didn't respond. I didn't want to say, okay, I'm heading back. Okay, I'm at Target. I'll be there in 10 minutes. 
I the first time I wanted her to think about me again after sending me this picture was when I pulled up. I did not want her to have 15 minutes while, while I drove back there to have the time to look this stuff up. Like, okay, I know he's coming. I know I need to be prepared for this. I need to look this stuff up. Um, I want to surprise her as much as I can. So I just acted like when I got there, she's like, oh, okay, I, I, I didn't know you're coming back. I said, yeah, I was talking to somebody else at a garage sale and just, I was I was still in the neighborhood. I just, as soon as I got your text, I wrapped up my conversation and started heading over here. And uh, that, I mean, that strategy I thought was good. It didn't pay off. Um, when I got there, she had, she had friends that were also there. She was talking to these friends at the same time that she brought the games out to me because she kept them in the house for me. She brings the games back out, continues talking to friends, and now I'm just stuck here with like this, literally a plate of uh, Pokemon games. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what do we, you know, I, I kind of had to just like pretend like I was just looking over them, looking over them, looking over them. And uh, eventually she came back over to me and said, okay, I'll be right with you. Give me two minutes. I'm just finishing up my friends here. Um, I tell you what, my, uh, while you're waiting, my son has a list of these games on the house. Why don't I send him in the house to go get them? Oh boy. <laughs> okay. So what happened was while I was gone on my way over here, the son had written down and started looking up all of these games, um, including the systems and everything. And he had basically an eBay checklist uh, that he was going through. Uh, this is not good. This is not. This is not what you want to hear. Um, when to give you an example, they thought when they were looking up the uh, the Game Boy, they thought this Game Boy was an eighty dollar item. The Game Boy Advance. It's like a thirty five forty dollar uh, piece. The they thought that Paperboy was a twenty six dollar game. That's a four dollar game. Like their prices were all over the place. Now that said, God bless eBay for fake Pokemon games. Because when you're searching uh, the not even sold listings, if you're just searching the active listings, the first thing that are going to come up when you when you type in Pokemon Soul Silver, you're going to get a twelve dollar copy, and it's going to be a, a illegitimate. There's there's fake cartridges out there. You, you gave me a, you gave me a weird I, look. Um, yeah, I've never even heard of that. Oh, absolutely. The be wary when buying Pokemon games. Like you have to be you have to know what you're looking for. Usually, if you're buying a kid's collection, it's usually safe. You can actually tell that. This card, that Soul Silver and White, Black Two and White Two are different colors. Then I think that Platinum is a gray cartridge. The almost every DS game is a gray cartridge. Pokemon games, for the most part, are black, and most of the fakes are just like straight up gray. And the pictures look different. The coloring looks different. I will at a later time. I'll go into exactly how to tell a fake DS game from the real ones. Uh, but ju- I just knew that these were real. Uh, but the ones he was looking at on eBay were definitely fake. So he's looking wow. at the active listing saying that, like, he had Soul Silver for like $18. He had uh, White 2 for, I think, $12. You know what I mean? Like, he had super, yeah. super low prices. Um, but that Paperboy. Right. But pa- that's what I'm saying. Paperboy, he wanted $26 <laughs> for. Um, so this is my tip here. If people are using eBay, if they're using it incorrectly, even if it's not in your favor, it does not benefit you in most cases to correct them and be like, no, 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 here's how you really use eBay. Because had I done that on Paperboy, right? If I would have said, when we were talking about Paperboy first, hey, you're looking up stuff wrong. Then when we get to the Pokemon stuff, they could absolutely realize that they are looking at not the, the artwork was not the same on the, the, the cartridges that they were <laughs> quoting me and that they were, that they were basing their prices on. Um, if they looked a little bit closer on eBay and realized that they weren't doing anything wrong, then it would have definitely hurt me. 
If somebody is looking up stuff on eBay, whether correctly or not, do not say, I don't reference it at all. If they want to look up the prices, if they are dead on with their prices, that's fine. If they're completely wrong with their prices in your favor or not, that's fine. It doesn't matter what they're looking at on eBay. It's how you treat the conversation after that to guide it back in your favor. And sometimes you can, sometimes you cannot. If they saw that just these three games, White 2, Black 2, and Soul Silver, go for over $300, and they're not going to budge, and they want $300 just for everything, which is something I could not do, then that's just a deal you need to walk away from. Not even a deal. That's just items that you need to walk away from. In this instance, you're just not meant to have that stuff because the prices weren't meant to be. If you want to spend $300 and try to make some money back on the rest of it, feel free. But the with my rule of needing to at least double up on stuff, there's no way I could do that. So luckily they misquoted everything and the I, I paid, there was definitely some haggling, um, but the I paid $160 for everything you see here plus a bunch of games that weren't worth uh, this picture and the total value in here is $580. Shoot. Yeah, good stuff. Um, next, so that was a Saturday. Um, I also had a Wednesday sale, literally less than a mile from my house. I checked the app on Wednesday morning. Um, and it just says two sales real, right by my house. It's the only thing in like a 20-mile radius on Wednesday that's that's open. It's an afternoon sale. They're getting ready for the weekend. This is why I asked you earlier if it was an afternoon thing for, for your Wednesday stuff. Um, they were doing a Wednesday sale from like 4 until 8 o'clock. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday was just like a regular garage sale. So my plan was you're a mile from me. I'll go over there like 3.30, 3.45, and I'll try to be the first one there. Um, and that's what I do. I go to the first sale, ask if they have video games, uh, action figures. They pull out some Batman stuff, but Batman was one of those things I talked about last week stay, uh, that I stay away from specifically. Um, I passed on that stuff. And then uh, then they were, ta- they were even talking about, like, uh, the sale next door, the other house that was on the, the app. Um, they don't have any kids. They, I mean, they're probably not going to have anything. Like, she's trying to give me a heads up, like, trying to save me time, which happens a lot. But I usually, not even usually, I always ignore them and just go there anyways um and in this case i mean very very glad i did i went over there asked them if uh, they had video games and like the husband did like a laugh like oh meaning like of course we have video games uh and then the wife uh she starts talking about she's like yes we have a game boy i don't know what i want for it it's in the house blah 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 um and when this happens i just give her the you know if you want to bring it out i can take a look i will make an offer if you don't like the offer you just put it back in the house and there's no harm done I'm just trying to get the stuff out of the house. You have a much better likelihood of bringing something home and making a deal if you get them to get it out of the house and get it in the garage and get it in front of you so you can start talking about it than if you are just talking about it without it being in front of you. The, the moment it moves from their house, they're much more likely to move it permanently from their house. Uh, so I convinced her eventually to go in the house and I would, no matter what she was asking, no matter what she felt comfortable with getting for it, um, I, I definitely wanted to see it. We can talk about the numbers. So she goes in the house and she, I mean, she brought out almost the most gorgeous looking <laughs> set of video games I'd ever seen. And uh, this, by the way, is what the people on Instagram. Yeah, this was our big post. With you. Yeah, yeah. It, absolutely. I, I'll show you the picture now. Um, so this, she brought out a Game Boy in the box, a Game Boy Color, no box, which is fine. And then th- there was 12 Game Boy Color games, Game Boy and Game Boy Color games that were in the box. Uh, Specifically, the six that you see on screen right now. Uh, Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Trading Card Game, Wario Land 3, Pokemon Red, 
uh, Pokemon Gold and Pokemon Silver. Pokemon Gold and Silver, which are the highest priced games if it's just the cartridge, those boxes are in the best condition by far of all. All of them are in very good condition, but these boxes specifically are very, very pristine. Um, I don't, I've talked about this before. I don't like the idea of grading stuff if it's not sealed. These, I haven't looked into it yet, but I might be grading both of those boxes just if I will end up ahead by doing so. Um, the problem here, it was eh, kind of a problem, kind of not. So she brought up the this stack of 12 You can't games. count the money. There's too much money <laughs> is the problem. She was putting way more value in the systems than she was the games. Um, one of the other games I'm going to reference it in a second was a, a, um, a Spyro game, that Purple Dragon guy, um, a game in the box. And she's talking. She's like, okay, yeah. Um, I, again, I don't know how much I want. I don't know what to, what to ask here. Um, she wasn't even asking what I was thinking. She was just trying to figure out what she wanted to, what she wanted to offer. So she's like, well, hold on. Let me check eBay. She jumps on eBay and she's like, okay, here's a a Game Boy lot. It's got a Game Boy system and two games and it's going for, it's, how did she word it? She's like, it's going for $260 and the auction's not even over yet. I think that I didn't see the, she didn't show it to me. Um, I'm guessing this, this auction is a starting bid of 260 and that there, you know what I mean? There's no bids on it. It's just, that's what the bottom dollar is. And it can only go up from there. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the games that were with it were unbelievable. Maybe it was just a very overpriced thing. I don't know what it was. I don't care. Um, she was convinced that the system was worth at least $200, the Game Boy in the box, which it is a high priced item, but in the box, the Game Boy is maybe like 120. Um, and she even thought the Game Boy Color System was worth a lot, like $100. Now, the games, I, I specifically, she had them in a bag. And I did all this on purpose. I, she brought them out. Half the, Game Boy, half the Pokemon games were on top, and then half were on bottom. It was six and six. Six were on the bottom, you could not see. Six were on top, and you could see. On top were three Pokemon games, and on bottom were also three Pokemon games. As I'm going through them, I am purposely rearranging them and putting the Pokemon games on the bottom. Because I know if this conversation is going to go the route that I think it's going to go, she's going to start looking these up. I want her to look up the first three games, which is like Disney games, like The Lion King, which is a $5 game, uh, The Spyro game, which is a $10 game, and something else. I want her to look those up, get tired of looking it up, and not even bother with the rest, and just assume she knows the price on the rest. Um, I'm not hiding. I mean, I am hiding them, but I'm not telling her don't look these up. I'm just hoping that she she definitely can look up every game. But I'm not preventing her from doing that. I'm just encouraging her not to do that. I'm doing what I can to protect what the, the real money that's in there. Um, the, if you don't know, these boxed Pokemon games are insane value-wise. Silver is a $250 game in the box. Gold is $250. All these numbers are plus. At conventions, I'm probably going to ask $300 for silver, $300 for gold. Uh, red, I think, is like $175, $200. Blue is the same price. Um, trading card game i think is 100 and then wario land is 70 and then you've got the system in the box then you've got the game boy color it's it's big 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 money here so eventually i just and her husband also doesn't care her husband's like yeah you offered (laughs) (laughs) eventually i said okay how about what do you think of a hundred dollars and she kind of scoffs and she's like no 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 this stuff's going for like 200 and it's uh, she kept going back it's starting bids it's it's you know it still has time it's still still gonna go um, the husband's like, yeah, uh, for $100, absolutely I would take it. But it's up to her. It's her stuff. Um, I said, okay, um, what are you thinking? I really pressured her to give me a number. Um, and eventually she said, okay, how about 
she oh, that's the thing she wouldn't give me a number here's the frustrating part she wouldn't give me a number and but she's talking out loud and there's somebody else at the sale this is gold literal gold that i'm sitting in front of i want to get this stuff i want to get this deal done and i want to get out of there i do not want another flipper to come up and start talking to us about these pokemon games you know what i mean because they're going to want to jump in on this deal and try to scoop it out from me i need to hide these i need to pay for these i need to get out of there another person comes up and she everybody's friendly or i mean i'm even joking with everybody um but the eventually the lady's like oh yeah i hear what you're doing uh, i don't want to get in the middle of anything i don't wanna get in the middle but you're at 250 and um i think I, I at that point i had offered maybe one or 150 it had to be maybe it was just one i, I don't remember the specifics but either way i offered a number the lady's like um how about man how did this go because I know what I ended it, and it doesn't make sense the way that I'm thinking about it. Um, I, I'm thinking that I offered 150, and that the lady, without the the owner saying 250, she just heard the 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 customer, the other the other customer heard the 250 from the auction. She said, "Well, he's at 150. You're at 250. Why not just meet in the middle at 200?" Hey, lady, stop costing me money over here. You're not involved in this at all. You, uh, we have nothing. You, you. Again, if it's not your deal, you stay out of this. Um, so I put my foot down. I did not want this getting out of control. I did not want any more advice coming out of the, the, the lady next to me who couldn't stop flapping her gums. I just cut it off and said, I tell you what, I could do, I'll do 160, but I can't go any higher than that. Like I just put my foot down, not because I couldn't go, I could definitely go higher than this. I'll tell you the value on everything in a bit. I'll, I'll give you the total. Um, but I definitely, I could have paid $750 for this stuff and been fine. But I was getting very, I was just getting angry at the lady next to me. And I said, I can do 160 and that would be it. And the lady's like, okay, yeah, I'll do 160. And she just caved and we were good. And I got out of there. And the total on this is $1,500 plus. That's insane. But this was just, I probably, I mean, I probably should have paid 200. But she wasn't even asking anything. She never asked for 250. She never asked for 200. She never asked for anything. The only reason we got to 200 is because the lady next to us volunteered that number. I don't need other people increasing my my uh, my offers. It's the elements. You're in the elements of the garage sale world. I did not like that one bit. It's like a natural disaster. That's what that <laughs> the person is. Okay, I, I, they're the typhoon of garage sales. I know I'm going long here. I'll, this one's fast. This was a, a guy contacted me about a switch trade. He sent me these uh, a picture of this stuff. Um, the biggest thing being the N64, the orange edition with the orange controller. This goes for like 250 It needs some cleaning up. It's dirty on the on the top. You can kind of see it's got some black on it. And then these handful of Super Nintendo games, 64 games, blah, blah, blah. Um, I told him it wasn't enough to make a trade. I usually need at least $400 of value to make a trade for a Switch Lite. Uh, he said, okay. Uh, I am just looking. I, I, he actually said, I'm not even looking for a Switch Lite. I really just want a regular Switch. Would you want to buy the stuff off me? I said, sure, but I'd have to see it in person. So we met up. He was local. Um, we met up at the local Walmart. I met him at the, uh, this was today, actually. Um, I met him up there. We talked in the uh, in the parking lot. He even refer- He kept referencing that this Orange 64, go- I-, I can't find one on eBay for under $200. This is why I didn't want to make an offer online or I want to get in person. I always feel like it's better to get the, if you're giving an offer that's going to be low, do it in person so they can say yes, make a bad choice, and then get out of there. If they make a bad choice online, they can always back out later. Um, so I wanted him to make a bad choice in person. He keeps telling me even in person that the this goes for over $200. and But then he says, I, I, you know, I'm asking him how much you're thinking for this stuff. He's like, well, in the system, I know I said it goes for like 200 I mean, I'd be looking to get just under 100 for it. 
I'm like, oh, okay. Now my eyes, <laughs> now my my eyes perk up. Yeah, now now I'm I'm back on board. I'm like, okay, how about a hundred for everything? He's like, that's exactly where I wanted to be. Um, this Zelda game goes for thirty bucks. <laughs> what? This I don't know. I didn't ask questions. I just gave him a hundred dollars and get out of there. Um, that's that's just where you live, man. You live in the, in the middle this, of nowhere. Yeah, this was nuts. So the the it's about two hundred eighty dollars worth of value, and I spent a hundred bucks. Wow. Okay, and then I was headed home. Again, like I said, that switch trade was today. That was this afternoon. I was done with garage sales this morning. This this morning went not terribly, but it was just a bunch of like stuff that I was hard money, a bunch of $20 pickups, uh, $20 value where I was spending a dollar on something, $2 on something, nothing great. Then I go to the last garage sale of the day. And um, it's a late it's late by now. It's 3:45, 3:50, and I see a, a sign that says garage sale this way. There's no times on it. Most sales end at 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock. But I'm like, okay, the sign's still up. I'll go, I'll go check it out. I drive by, and they are pulling stuff into the garage. This is fine. To me, this is the same thing as people are setting up. Nobody's going to stop at this garage sale except for me. I'm going to go up to the garage sale, and I'm going to ask them, do they have video games, do they have action figures, and we're going to see what happens. Um, so I go up there. I ask them for video games. I ask them for action figures, and they shoot me down on both. I said, okay, yeah, no problem. Uh, but I still look around for a second. I see a, uh, a video game uh, strategy guide. It's for Nino Kuni on the PS4. And I know this strategy guide goes for decent money. I don't know exactly how much, but it, it looks nice. I think it goes for 30 plus. Um, like, okay, well, here's, a, here's a, uh, a video game thing. Do you have anything else like this? And she goes, um, yeah, you know, I, I just don't think I want to get rid of it. And that's kind of where she leaves it. And that's where I start. This is, this is your opportunity. This is the crossroad. Are you going to get nothing or are you at least going to see stuff? Are you going to have the opportunity to make a move on stuff? It all depends on what you say next. Well, if you want, I would love to take a look at everything. If you can bring everything out here, I will make an offer on it. And then we can go from there. If you don't like the offer, then, uh, then we can, uh, uh, then you just put it back in the house and you're good. She asked me, do you, do you do hero clicks? Now, I know what this is. Do you know what hero clicks are? The look on your face no. again says no. Hero I think that's uh, the noise you make in between sentences. <laughs> that's definitely true. Um, the Ortslitz <laughs> sound that long time makes when he throws a punch. Um, so the uh, hero click, is a, it's a board game. And they sell it. It's for Marvel. It's for DC. It's for a bunch of different things. The figures are literally an inch big, but they're like kind of detailed. They have points. They're, they're on a stand that has like a number on it. I don't know how to play the game. I've just seen the figures. I've, I've picked up lots of these before. Um, but one thing I always do is if they say, do you do this? Always say yes. Always have them bring it out. Because then you look it up, and then from there you decide. It can't hurt to take a look at stuff. Um, so they said, do you do hero clicks?" I said yes. And they brought out six giant boxes. I was expecting, like I said, these figures are an inch big. They brought out boxes that I couldn't see the inside of. And it was like branded hero click boxes. Like it wasn't like a cardboard box. It was giant boxes, and they were branded hero clicks. And on the outside it said San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. And I, we look inside, and it's giant finger, uh, figures. Uh, one of the three of them, actually, three of the six were Fing Fang Foom, who is a Marvel dragon. Whoa, watch out. <laughs> do, you, do you know who that guy? It's, no, I thought you were swearing. Okay, no, uh, Fing Fang Foom is a giant dragon in the world of Marvel. And um, like I said, the figures are normally an inch big. This comic, this, I believe because it's a Comic-Con exclusive, they made him like a foot and a half tall 
because like in scale to Marvel Comics, that's how big the dragon would be, and it's just like a a novelty piece for the uh, for the for the game and for the people who collect the the figures. But they also knew that they were worth money. She's like, oh, I know that one goes for a hundred dollars, and this one goes for two hundred. There was another guy called like a Scepter or or Scepter or something from DC, another giant hero click. Um, I guess she kept telling me her son was very into it, but he's not around anymore. Um, and that's all she said about it. Rest in peace. See, I'll get there. It's it's it gets oh, very no. sad. Yeah. Um, so this is why she was hesitant to bring this stuff out. The I, I mean, I'll just skip to the wow. end. Her son had died in a car accident in April. And, Holy cow! Yeah. Now this was all stuff from his childhood. It wasn't stuff that he was like currently collecting. Um, but these hero clicks here. I'll show you a picture. Um, look at these boxes. This is uh, three of these giant boxes, the two green and the purple. There's a can of root beer. On the, I put a can of root beer uh, for scale so you can see how big these boxes mm-hmm. are. Um, they, they knew that they were, it was worth money, but they weren't sure how much. They tried looking them up. They couldn't really tell. They said that these smaller boxes go for a lot. This, this Spectre guy they thought was a lot, but they weren't really sure. Um, so we kind of went back and forth. I offered 100 for everything. They offered 200 We met at 175 and I wasn't feeling great about it. The Now, since then, I've looked these things up. I'm going to get about $500 worth of value out of these things, so it's perfectly fine to spend $175. These are going to be work, though. They are, they are in the boxes, but there's no styrofoam or anything, so I'm going to have to pack the boxes full of masking paper to make sure they're not bouncing around during shipping. Um, and there's not a lot listed on eBay. I don't know the exact value of these things because there's not a lot sold because they are, from what I can tell, they're very rare. Um, this guy, the Spectre guy, goes for like two fifty by himself. Anyways, so I buy the stuff, and as I'm bringing this stuff to my car, um, that's when I start talking about the, um, I start talking about the guidebook again. Okay, uh, I bought the HeroClick stuff. I've got, I, you know, I've got more money. Do you guys have any video game stuff? Did you? Again, she was hesitant to get bring out anything because it was her her son stuff. This was her first time getting rid of any of her son stuff that she just lost. Which I get. It's obvious. The whole time, I was kind of getting the story, but as the downtime comes between this and the next section, that's when I really found out what exactly was happening. And that's when I was like, if you want to hang on to anything, just let me. I'm not going to push. I'm not going to pressure you. Um, I did make sure to let her know it's going to a good home, and that because my home is a good home, and that the I do have a six-year-old here. I wasn't trying to lie to her. wasn't trying to... to I was trying to imply that everything would be going to my kid and that he would be enjoying her son's stuff. I, I, I like to walk that line of everything I'm saying is true, but the way I'm saying it is going to imply like my kid is playing with it when really my kid is just enjoying looking at it before I sell it for a bunch more money than I'm, sell, than I'm buying it for. Um, which I'm fine with. The, I, I, again, it's a, no matter what happened to her son, this is still a business decision. I'm still giving you $175. In all reality, it does not matter what I'm doing with it. It's not her business. Um, eventually, I convinced her to bring out some more of her, her son's stuff. She kept talking about Pokemon. That her son had over 10,000 Pokemon cards. The, the dad was even like, even the dad was in the house and came out later and gave me the exact number, the, the same card number quote as the wife did. Uh, she's like, hey, they both said at separate times without hearing each other that he had over 10,000 cards. That was not something I wanted to, to dive headfirst into. I don't want to deal with 10,000 Pokemon cards. I got enough stuff going on. I just spent $175 on this stuff that I don't really know what I'm doing. But there's video game stuff. And he's Pokemon. Do you have any Pokemon video games? Uh, yeah, I think he's got his... Oh, you know what she did? She kept saying that he had a Pokemon 3DS. Like a, a, 
uh, themed Pokemon. It had literally like a Pokeball on the 3DS. That's how it was sold. It's an expensive 3DS. And she's like, no, I don't want to sell that. But he does have a regular 3DS that I'd consider selling. Okay, can I take a look at that? She goes into the house and she grabs 3DS, brings it out. Okay, great. I'll put that in my pile. Um, We'll talk about that in a second. But first, are there any 3DS games you want to get rid of? And that's when the waterfall of games started happening. She went into the house and brought out this bin of loose GBA games and complete DS games. And she just sat down. And while she was going in the house, the grandma and grandpa, her parents, were there. And they gave me the story on what had happened. Uh, just the, explaining why she was so, like, she was kind of somber and sad about everything. And she's like, yeah, they lost their son in April. Um, they're just trying to deal with it now. That's why we're here helping them with the garage sale. It's been hard to let go of stuff, but they need to, they know that they need to get, let go of some of the stuff. Um, so what you're doing is helping them. They, they made sure to reassure me that what you're doing is helping them by getting rid of stuff. I said, okay, let's see what you got. So she brings out that bin and she starts going through it. Like one game at a time, she's like, okay, that was his favorite game. I need to hold on to that. Um, These couple games, you can, you know, go put these in your pile. This game I'm going to keep. This game go put in your pile. And then eventually she would start, her hands would start filling up and she wouldn't say go put these in her pile. She would just start getting her hands full and they'd be kind of close to me. Another tip is coming up, um, but I, she wouldn't say. I didn't want to just grab them out of her hand. I didn't want to be rude, and especially given the circumstances, I didn't want to force myself in taking any of this stuff. Uh, but at the same time, Pokemon Heart Gold, the complete version, is in there. Pokemon Soul Silver is in there. Uh, Pokemon White Two is in there. I want these games, right? So at this point, it's body language. She's been in the habit of just handing me games, with occasionally putting one over to the right. Mainly, she's just passing them over to the left. So as she picks up games that I know I want, I start moving my hands slightly towards her. Not on the games. I'm not touching anything. I'm just acting like I'm moving towards her. If she doesn't want to give me the game, she doesn't have to. But when I move my hands this way towards her, she moves her hands towards mine and she gives me the games. Whether she's thinking about it or not, I don't know. That's not a question I'm going to ask. She handed me the games and just like before, I moved them over to my pile. So I started making this giant, giant pile. I know I'm going long. um, So I will start speeding through this. And eventually, then the dad comes out with a uh, uh, GameCube with the Game Boy adapter on the bottom. The the games keep piling up. There's no GameCube games, which I was sad about. I'm sure they're in the house somewhere, but they couldn't find any. Um, let's start showing what I got. So this is everything. There's guides on the right. This Nino Kuni book that started everything that was uh, that turned out to be worth fifty dollars. There's a GameCube with the Game uh, Game Boy Player disc with the uh, with the player. There's a uh, blue 3DS with the box. This is a bunch of manuals. Um, there are a ton of loose GBA games, including a bunch of Pokemon games. And then this stack of DS games. I've got closer pictures here. Um, this is... Oh, that's just the game. That's just the systems. We don't care about that because I'm moving. Don't care about that. Um, here are the the loose GBA games. I'll just read the, the big ones. We've got Pokemon Emerald, Pokemon Sapphire, Pokemon... Uh, Leaf Green, Pokemon Fire Red, Pokemon Ruby, Pokemon Pinball, Pokemon Blue, um, uh, Legend, of Zelda, Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. All huge, huge games. And then to make it even bigger, this is the real money here. Uh, po- these are all complete. Pokemon Diamond, Pokemon Dash, White 2, White, uh, Black 2, uh, Mario Kart DS, uh, White 1, Pokemon Rumble Blast, Pearl, Conquest, Black Version, Soul Silver, Heart Gold, Ranger, Economy Den. Um, I can't read and the bottom paper two. Paper Boy. <laughs> All right, twenty-six dollar Paper Boy. So at this point, there is 
Heroclix, they were dead set on their... Haggling was difficult. Going back and forth with them was difficult. Even bouncing back and forth from where I was at $100, getting to $175, getting them down from $200 when I was uncomfortable was difficult. At this point, she was definitely distraught. But I also had her parents there. I had the husband there. We were all talking at the same time when we were talking about making a deal. Um, they didn't know what they wanted because they just pulled this stuff out. I, I shot very low on this. I shot super low and um, I knew, I, I had a general idea of what I was working with here as far as value-wise. I did not have any idea that the total was um, where it was. I offered $200 for everything. Which, to us, knowing the value of all these Pokemon games, seems very, very low, and it is very, very low. But if you're just looking at this stuff here, 200 for all this, if you're just counting DS games, you're just saying, okay, these are DS games. You're not thinking about what they actually are. If you're somebody who doesn't know video games, 200 for this lot is probably fair. You know what I mean? It's probably maybe $2 an item. And I'm getting that bundle discount. Um... They immediately accept it. I paid $200 for everything you see here. The total value here is $2,150. This is an insane haul. I was blown away by how, how quickly they accepted it. I, I hugged the lady afterwards because she was like in such a... She kept saying, like, this is good for me. I need to let this stuff go. I need to, I need to move on. I need to, we need to get this stuff moving. I can keep, I can keep some of the stuff. She kept, like, six games. And some of them were good. She kept, like, a couple $80 games. And I didn't even ask about them because I didn't want to walk that line. It, to me, it wasn't worth the awkwardness of trying to, to pry those from her. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I am running a business. I, I'm not just going to, I can't offer her $2,000 for this stuff. It's not like she was asking for top dollar. Um, I was, I'm very happy with the offer that I made. I'm very happy that they accepted. I'm very happy with this deal altogether. I'm, I'm surprised that you made an offer on it instead of asking for an offer. It was because of the for. situation. Because yeah. I knew, and I thought they were going to shoot very uh, much, much higher. I was, I was prepared to go to $500. Um, mm. the, you know what I mean? I was expecting some back and forth. Um, they, the husband looked at the wife when I said 200 and she's like, he's like, okay, do you want to let go of this stuff? Didn't even ask about the number. He's like, do you want to let go? And she said, yeah, we can do it. And it, you know what I mean? So it was much more yeah. about just, are we going to sell? Not about how much they're getting for it. Um, so yeah, at the end of the day, um, I, th I think we made some good progress for them. And uh, my, I mean, it's going to sound bad, but my wallet is definitely going to make some huge leaps and bounds here. So, these, so now these, you have purchased uh, uh, someone's childhood for $100 <laughs> and the death of someone's child oh, for $200. Man. So I, I did total it up. In the four <laughs> sales that I talked about today, I spent $935. I have an estimated expected value of $5,700. Great. Like I said, this does not happen every week. This has been a banner yeah. week in the, the basement of Pee Wee. I don't know how I feel about that one. Okay. Not not that you did anything wrong, just that, like the situation. I'm trying to think like if I was in that situation, like I don't. As even in how know much I, I offered, or just if you would have bought them at all. Yeah, yeah. Like I I wouldn't know how to feel comfortable in that situation. Okay. It's not. Okay, uh, that's fine. I, I don't think I'm going to convince uh, you otherwise. It's... Yeah, and uh, look, I, I'm not saying you like you did anything wrong or anything like that. Like obviously the the gist of this was she needed to get rid of the stuff 
like was she ready to get rid of that stuff or not was the big question not okay not the I, amount. sure I, I agree with you but it's not up to me to decide that's that's yeah and yeah. i didn't pressure her at all i do this normally but i did it even more so uh, with her if there's anything you want to hold on to Hold on. That means one thing, everything. I don't care. Whatever you want to do to make you comfortable, we can do that. But if you want to sell, I'm here. Yeah, and I don't... I, once again, I'm saying this and it sounds like I'm attacking you. And that is not what I'm trying to I, no, do. No, I get saying, that. I'm saying like me in the, that situation would not... Like I don't know how to handle a situation when this is not going on. Sure. <laughs> if I was in that situation, I would have been like just clueless i definitely would have overpaid just because i feel i i don't know like you know what i mean like i i wouldn't know how to even go about in a situation and it's partially because of the situation and partially because of how big this the amount of stuff that's involved sure i agree i i i totally get you if honestly if i felt even questionable about the way i acted and the the offers that i made and the the events that happened I would have lied about the story. I would have said I just, you know what I mean? I, if I had yeah. any any second thoughts about any of this, I would have made up some other story and told this another way to explain how I got this stuff. Because I explained it the exact way that it happened, I, I mean that truthfully, that I do not regret anything that happened here. Um, it's I don't and think I did anything wrong as far as I'm concerned. And it's, yeah, I, I would do it so again. Either. I would absolutely do it again. I don't think so either. I don't think there's anything to regret. If they wanted, if they wanted more, I definitely would have talked about it. And we could have, we could have figured it out. Hundred percent. All right. Well, we said one hour, and we're at one, yeah, sorry. one hour I and tried. forty minutes. Um. So now you know what that means. It's time for the flipper bump of the week. Fantastic. <laughs> Do you have more stuff? No, no, no. That was it. I wanted. Okay. To, I did just want to keep it to those four. Okay. Uh, my flip of the week is this. You heard the word already today. Krups. The Krups XP 1020 Steam Espresso Machine. I got this thing as a throw-in recently. Wow. Uh, a coffee machine? I was machine? buying VCRs. <laughs> oh, that's right. You talked about it last week. A, a couple weeks ago. And the guy was like, why don't you just uh, take that espresso machine that you want or whatever. And he threw in some DVD players and whatever. I paid 20 bucks for five DVD players in this espresso machine. Uh, three VHS, whatever it was. A bunch of stuff. Great. Um, so anyway, this sat there, I got a bunch of lowball offers and I wasn't accepting them because I, I saw like what it was worth, which is crazy. You know, I accept lowball offers a lot because I still am in that, like, you know, it's still way more money than I, you know, if, if I got it for free, let's say I paid $4 for this thing, which is not even the truth. Right. Uh, getting a $60 offer was like. I could have taken it. I understand I that mindset. You, do, I would be careful with that. I feel like, one, that's a slippery slope. Two, you're shorting yourself $3 here, $10 here. That's going to add up. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and the only thing that goes against it is just, like, I don't have a lot of room. And okay, so I'm with you. So if something goes quicker, I'm kind of happy with it. Makes sense. But in this situation, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm going to hold on to it. And... So someone bought it, seventy nine ninety five plus shipping, and I don't know how I feel whoa, about whoa, this. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I just realized what the, was this international? No, that's the thing. It went to Sacramento. What California. did you do? The ship, the re, what we're talking about is the shipping that was paid was fifty two dollars and ten cents. Yeah, 
That's your and flip it, of the week. Was this <laughs> shipping that's what, on this? That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the shipping ended up being like $22. And I was like, do I have to give these people money back? Because what I feel happened? like I should. But at the same time, they, they were like, yeah, we'll pay $130 right. for this machine. Wow. So I don't know. It was it was very weird. And uh, and I don't know why. Like, I legitimately did the measurements with this one. You know, yeah. it's not like I was guessing. It's not a heavy machine. I know the exact box. It was an 11 by 11 by 12 and a half box. And you use the They're same, thick. like, the correct shipping carrier? That's wow. Yeah, that's very priority weird. mail. I don't know why it was so expensive, but it was. And so I was Thank like, Thank you, All eBay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. It happened last week with the, an international order, too. It was international, like I get. But the uh, yeah. Sacramento, I do not understand how shipping anything to Sacramento is $52. Yeah, me too. What's yours? We talked earlier about uh, video game guitars, Guitar Hero stuff, uh, and dongles. Dongles are big money. Um, whenever I go to garage sale, I pick up dongles if I see them. Uh, when I was at the, the community sales last week, at that first sale I went to, I said I picked up a bunch of Wii games for a quarter. One of the things they last one of the last things I threw in my pile was this uh, Guitar Hero Les Paul PS3 uh, dongle. Most dongles that I run into are between fifteen and twenty two dollars value wise. This one I threw in thinking the same thing because this was specifically labeled Les Paul on the back. I uh, sold this for forty eight dollars plus shipping. Wow! Keep an yeah, eye I- out for dongles. I, I see them sometimes at uh, Goodwill. Not not so much anymore, but I used to see them more often okay. or whatever. But pick them uh, up if you get there when you when you're early. Like if you're the first person at Goodwill, yeah. you can usually find one here. Or there. Absolutely. Uh, all right, and that means it's time for well, well, well. What do we have here? And my well, well, well for you, Pee Wee. I don't even know what this is, but it said New Box Theater Countryside Notes House Kit. It doesn't look like a toy. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know shipping. what this thing is either. <laughs> <laughs> Where did it come from? Goodwill. It was oh, okay. it was in a box. It was in the toy section. I scanned it. I think it scanned. I probably did it like a quick scan. Didn't sort by lowest. I think it scanned for thirty bucks, like on the first screen. But if you scroll down, apparently you can find it for twenty bucks, and I didn't realize that. Um, and I think I paid like four dollars for this. This will probably end up being a bump by the end of it. But the it's like a. Like a little playhouse that you build, and there's no figures or anything. It's just like it has like fake grass or something. I, I don't even know what it is. It's some miniature yeah, it, thing. It didn't look like something that you would normally sell. So that's I why hated it this thing. Hand. This was one of the. This was uh, this was hard money right here. Um, it was a lot of work to set up and take pictures, and it's it's not going to gain me a lot of money in the long run. Uh, for you, I have. I just wanted to know the. Uh, I have this uh, Olympus. Comedia, it's a camera. It's it's some uh, digital SLR, SLR camera, um, and you got $30 for it. I don't know anything about cameras. Where did this come from? Why did you pick it up? What do you know about cameras? Yeah, I actually bought a camera like that recently. Uh, it's behind me, but it's like a, a $300 camera. Oh, you can kind of see it over my head. Oh, okay. Uh, Lower, yeah. Somewhere over there. Um, but this is an older version of it and it's only like a four megapixel camera or something like that. I found that it savers in one of the like plastic th- containers that they keep on the side. I think it was seven ninety nine or nine ninety nine, And, uh, I brought it home, put batteries in it. Everything checks out. It works. Uh, it doesn't come with, with anything really. Um, okay. No, are those worth picking up? Like, do you, do you normally look at cameras? 
Uh, I've sold a bunch of cameras, but I never seek them out because there's so many different variations of them. And I, I've sold camera lenses from Goodwill that I found for a dollar ninety nine and sold them for fifty. I've sold old cameras that my parents had that they haven't used in twenty thirty years for like seventy five bucks. Um, I, I guess they're worth looking it just they don't interest me at all okay uh, the only reason i picked that one up was i was thinking maybe i could use it to create video content with my other camera you know like have a couple <laughs> angles and sure. stuff like that that was like worst case scenario and then it just sat there for a while and i was like i'm i'm just gonna put this thing gotcha. i also sold a different camera this week uh i think they sold in back-to-back -back days or something it was like a broken olympus camera that i had oh nice that didn't work at all i sold it for 25 bucks it was, i mean it was trash i sold it for parts but that works um yeah absolutely so that's it for today uh just under two hours Ugh. so uh, we were pretty close we were <laughs> uh, sorry again i apologize i mean there's nothing to be sorry about there's a lot to talk enjoy about. golf a lot of this information is, <laughs> the last three weeks have just been golf specials the golf special that's that this one's this episode is going to be called a golf special <laughs> If you want to get a hold of us, email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at flipsandbumps. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Just head on over to YouTube and search Flips and Bumps Podcast. And don't forget that we drop new episodes every single Monday morning, flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from. Pee-wee, say something for the record. Tell the people what you feel. I don't know. I, I, I might feel bad now. Let me know what you guys think as far as the deal that I made for the the Pokemon stuff and the hero clicks from the Past on Sun. Did I make the right move? Did I make the right offer? Am I a dick? Tell me what you think. We'll see you next week. Take care. <laughs>